Hello and welcome to Chaos to Clarity, the podcast that's your compass to navigate the exciting world of service-based businesses. If you're a determined woman in your current business adventure, striving to conquer the chaos and build your empire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Maggie, your go-to business bestie and chaos navigator. I've spent nearly two decades in the service-based industry, building a photography business, a yoga studio, and now a thriving coaching practice. I've cracked the code to consistent income without all the chaos and noise. So get ready to increase your business growth, connect with your ideal clients, and find ease in both business and in life. It's time to turn your frustrations into inspiration and your chaos into clarity. So go ahead and grab your coffee, a pen and paper, and let's dive into the journey of building your dream service-based business together. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chaos to Clarity podcast. My name is Maggie. I'm your business bestie, your Chaos to Clarity coach, and the host of this podcast. So today, I want to talk about money blocks, mindset work, and business strategy, and what they all have to do with each other. Um, So... As of the time of recording this, I, this morning, logged on to the ye olde Facebook, right? And I saw a post that said, it's not a money block. You're great at mindset work. It's a lack of business strategy. And wow, like, I'm not kidding me when I say that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I don't just say this because, I mean, I am always working on my mindset, okay? And working on just being better at managing my own thoughts. I think we all do mindset work a lot of the time. And it's not something that I'm going to say you should not do because I, in fact, tell my clients to do mindset work, especially if they're in this kind of fight or flight scenario, right? If they're in this like, oh my gosh, I need clients now. What am I going to do? How am I going to blah, 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 right? And they're going berserk, crazy, all the things. Um, I have them work on mindset work, right? Because when you can tap into your mind, tap into your thoughts and start to shift some of those thoughts, a lot of the blocks can become tools and actually those blocks can become stairs that you use to level up, right? To move up to the next level. And, but when I saw this, I thought, man, how many people, and right, there are people who definitely, absolutely, 100% need to work on those money blocks. So I'm not saying that it's one or the other. What I'm saying is if you've been working on a lot of mindset, if you've been working on those money blocks and you're still wondering why am I not seeing the ROI that I expected? Okay, why am I not getting the return on investment that I wanted? Nothing is working yet. And, you know, some would go so far as to say that that statement right there, nothing is working, um, you know, that is, could be considered a block. But what I want to say today is that 
If you've been doing all the mindset work, all the money block work, doing all the manifestation, all of this, like all the things, right? All the things. What if what you're lacking is some strategy and accountability in your business? And I say this with all of the love in the world. And I say this because I've been in that situation, right? Where I'm like, I'm working on my mindset. I'm working on my money blocks. I'm working on all of, I'm working on me. I'm being my best self. But in doing that, in doing that work, kind of getting stuck in that busy work, I am actually not taking action. Okay. And I am kind of on the fence about feel the fear and do it anyway right? Because there's a certain level of fear that like, yeah, it's okay to feel a little bit nervous, excited, maybe like scared, nervous, excited, all of the, all of those kind of things. But it's a whole other like side of the coin when you're like actually like white knuckling in fear. Okay. So when I saw this post today, I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to make such a perfect podcast. And I can't wait to talk about this topic because mindset is, I would argue, 95 to 99% of your business. And the other one to 5% is strategy, right? Most of business is numbers. It is strategy, numbers in, numbers out, right? It does not need to be any more complicated than that. At the end of the day, how many conversations are you having about your business with your ideal clients? Especially if you're in that like under $100,000 mark where you're, you know, just like in those like growth, like infancy, toddler area growth stages, right? How many conversations are you having every single day? And how many times are you making an offer in those conversations that can move your business forward? And this can be things like telling people you have a freebie, asking, asking that question in your Facebook group, right? The questions to enter your Facebook group. You could have one of those questions be, do you want to opt into my freebie? That is an offer. And if you're not taking advantage of that, We need to change that, right? Especially if you have a group and you're not maximizing that for emails. So here's what I want to go over today. I want to go over just kind of a broad spectrum how to develop a strategy in your business, right? How can you develop, like, how can you develop those things that are going to help you create the action steps? How are you going to, essentially, how are you going to create your KPIs, your key performance indicators, without calling it that? Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, a lot of that business lingo, smart goals, KPIs, all that stuff, it kind of makes me cringe. And that might be an unpopular opinion, and I'm okay with that, right? What I call KPIs are success measures. What am I going to measure my success against? Because if I don't have something to measure my success, I'm never going to know if this strategy that I'm currently working on is or is not working for me. So how are we going to develop a strategy is what we're going to get into. We're also going to go into how to take action. 
right? So you've set up the strategy and now you have this pretty little content calendar and how are you going to take action from that calendar or from whatever that strategy is, right? A lot of times it comes in the form of a content calendar. And then how are you going to stay accountable? Okay, so those are the three things. How to develop a strategy, how to take action, and how to stay accountable. That's what we're going into today. So let's dive into how to develop a strategy. Now, this is something that I help so many people do, right? I help people do this in the DMs. I help people do this on free calls. I've had coaches and mentors tell me to stop giving away the farm on strategy. But here's the thing. I love to help people strategize. And if I can help someone strategize and be 1% better after even a free call with me, I want to do that. I want to do that because it's going to make them better, which in turn can bring me more revenue. Okay. So how to develop a strategy. First and foremost, I want to talk about consistency. (laughs) And I laugh because when you say consistency, I'm just curious, what do you think? And if you want to, I am inviting you right here, right now to pause this, go over to Instagram, open Instagram, type in at Megalyn Coaching and send me a DM and let me know what is consistency for you. Because I think a lot of people get confused with consistency and hustle. And in business, yes, there are going to be times where you're going to have to hustle. You're going to have to put in maybe an early morning or 10, a late night or 20. You're going to have to hustle during nap time or whatever, right? You're, you're going to have deadlines that you're probably going to want to meet and you're going to have to put in some hard work. But that doesn't have to be the norm. So consistency, hustle, strategy, they all kind of get a bad rap. Plus, plus, okay, when we think about how men and women work, right? Men work on a 24-hour cycle. They are meant to do a lot more and be more, they're meant to work harder than women, okay? Women, we work on a 28-day cycle, right? So the, like, body cycles and body rhythms that men and women have are different. So when a man talks about hustling, that's okay. I'm not going to say it's okay, but it's one of those things where it's much easier for a guy. And maybe this is my just presumed, it's my, this might be my assumption on this, but I've also talked to a lot of guy entrepreneurs who have said, yeah, I have no problem cranking out a hundred DMs at a time and it's okay. And if I get a no, that's fine. I'm moving on to the next. There are billions of people in the world and I am not going to be able to talk to everyone and not everyone is going to be my ideal client, right? So here's my take on as you're developing a strategy, right? Figure out what consistency is for you, right? Just because a guy can show up 25 hours a day doesn't mean you have to, okay, on socials or wherever it is. So figure out your consistency and choose a platform. And that platform can be social media. That platform can be blog, podcast, 
email, whatever it is, choose one and lean into that. Now, if you're like, oh, I know I should grow my email list. Okay, let's focus on that, right? So let's say we're developing a strategy to grow your email list, okay? And you want to consistently send out two emails per month to this email list, okay? So number one, I would tell you to have a freebie, something that people are going to want from you as an opt-in, something that they are willing to exchange their email for in order to get from you. And this opens the door to allowing you to start to build your email list. Now, I know you're asking, but Maggie, how are we going to get people to sign up for this email list? Honestly, there's hundreds of ways, but what comes to mind right now is you could be on podcasts. You could be a guest blogger. You could go to networking events. You could go on one or two social media platforms and start talking about that thing. Okay. So like, let's take Facebook, for example, you're going to use Facebook to start growing your list, your email list. So you're going to want to hop into some Facebook groups that are active, that have your ideal client in them, and that you want to post in. Okay. And I know I've talked about this before, and I'm going to tag some of the episodes below that you can go and listen to for more information on conversations that convert, right? Creating content that can help you go quote unquote viral. So when you are hopping into these Facebook groups, take a look at who is in there. Just look at who is there and see, are these people, click on some of their profiles, go to their profile and look at them. Are they your ideal clients? If not, leave the group, right? If it doesn't serve you, you don't have to be there. You don't have to stay there. So knowing that, okay, you're going to choose a couple of Facebook groups and then you're going to start posting one to three times a week in those Facebook groups. Engagement, value, offer. Now, some groups won't necessarily let you do an offer post, but you could utilize the promote posts. I would say do that sparingly, but you could post on your own Facebook wall Join my email list if you want more of this information. That can be a call to action, okay? So you're going to go into some of these groups. You're going to start talking to people. You're going to start posting your offer engagements and your value. And then you're going to get in the comments and not just the comments on your posts. Get in the comments on other people's posts. Like what other people are posting. Comment back. I agree. I disagree. I think this. I think that. Have conversations in those posts, on those posts, with those people. And then start getting into DMs, right? Start understanding like, oh, here's what people like, right? Or people are asking for X, Y, and Z. Now, if you truly do not want to be on social media to build this, you are going to want to start getting on podcasts. You're going to want to start getting interviewed on YouTube channels. You're going to want to get on Pinterest. You're going to want to, you know, attend networking meetings and tell people you're asking those networking meetings is going to be 
I would love an email introduction to XYZ client type. I have a freebie. Here is the link to the freebie, right? That is a strategy that you can use, okay? So these last few minutes that I've been talking about this, this is a strategy that you can use to grow your email list. So you've got your strategy. You've got it figured out. You've kind of started that client journey. And there's obviously more that's going to go into nurturing of your email list if that is what you are building, right? There's more that goes into the nurturing side here. And this is stuff like, right, getting deeper into this. This is stuff that I help my clients do. So if you are nodding along and you're going, oh my gosh, yes, I definitely need a strategy. I didn't realize I didn't have a strategy. And I don't think many people do because I'm not sure that many people, I know I never did until like recently, like until the last six months, I didn't, I had a vague idea of what I wanted my business to do, but I didn't have like a strategy that I like wrote down. It wasn't until I realized how up and down my income was that I realized I better get back on the strategy horse. And it's not that I ever really intended to get off, right? I stepped off the strategy horse when I closed the studio. And I intended to get back on the horse and start riding again, right? And start moving forward with a different strategy. But after I closed the studio, uh, about four months later, five months later, we got pregnant and... I don't know, I guess pregnancy brain happened, right? So we got pregnant, had our second baby, took a maternity leave, came back and just jumped right in, right? So I didn't really have a strategy. I didn't realize I didn't have a strategy until I realized I didn't have a strategy. So point number one, if you are doing all the mindset work, you've gotten really good at mindset, seeing all the things coming up, but you're lacking a business strategy is to develop a strategy. What do you want to do? How do you want to be consistent, right? And you can be consistent in 10 minutes a day, right? You can't tell me that you don't have 10 minutes every single day. And I said that to somebody not that long ago, within the last week, I was on a call and we were talking about strategy and I she was telling me that she didn't like social media. And I said, well, do you have 10 minutes a day? And she said, well, of course. I said, are you scrolling for 10 minutes a day? Well, yeah, probably, probably more than that. I said, okay, I would love for you to take 10 minutes of your scrolling time and put that time into posting something in a few different places and then commenting and engaging on other people's posts. And I just want you to tell me like what happens within a couple weeks because I guarantee that things will shift for you in your business if you start doing that thing. So the second part of this, after you've developed your strategy, is to take action. And here is where Action can meet clarity, but action can also meet chaos. And sometimes chaos and clarity are besties, right? 
because you've gotten clear on your strategy and you're like, okay, I know what I got to do. See what I got to do. Written down the actions. Know what's going to take. I know what's going to happen. And then it gets real scary to take action and to take action the amount of times you want to take action, right? So before I said consistency and hustle kind of get a bad rap um, because in the early 2000s, for those of you that remember 2000 to 2010, right? The best years for punk rock. Um, (laughs) And, you know, like the years that I was in high school and college and in my early corporate career, side hustles and boss babes and, you know, all of that stuff where it was like cool to work 80 hours a week. (sighs) That was all cool. And consistency and hustle gets pushed right into there, especially hustle, right? When you're like, yeah, every day I'm hustling every day. And, and here's the thing. With consistency, you start to be able to, like I said, measure some of those successes and you get to say, okay, my consistency this week is I'm going to post three times and I'm going to engage on people's comments and my own comments and other people posts, comments, etc. 10 minutes a day. And I'm going to add people and I'm going to send people messages and I'm going to thank them for connecting with me. And providing some feedback and insight on my posts. Just 10 minutes a day. That's really what you need. And it gets scary because you're like, oh my gosh. I can take these simple actions and have maximizing results. So, when you get your strategy written out, typed out, whatever it is. Get it out of your brain and onto paper, whether that is physical or digital. I don't care, but get it out on paper, right? So now you have to take action. So how many times are you going to post? How many times are you going to engage? What does engagement look like? (coughs) Are you going to be commenting on people's posts? Are you going to be liking? Are you going to be sending messages, right? How are you going to build that email list? Are you going to get in the DMs? Are you going to offer things to people? What does that look like? And how can you lean into that? Okay. So sometimes in taking action, first week is great. You're all in. You're balls to the wall. You're hustling. You're consistent. And then the weekend happens and you're like, okay, it's Monday. Now I got to do it all over again. Yay. Here is where having like batching your content can be really, really helpful, especially if you're like me and you're kind of like, okay, yes, I can be consistent for one week, but how come I can't be consistent for multiple weeks? I highly, highly suggest batching your content. And the reason I say that is because I don't get too stuck in my head when I'm batching my content, right? Because I know that for one month, right, of Monday through Friday posts. So what I do, my strategy is I post once per day in four or five places, usually on my profile, in my group, 
and then three, usually three, sometimes four other groups. Okay. I post three to five times a week. So I post one to two engagement questions. I post one to two value story times with uh, a call to action. And then I usually post one offer post once a week, right? And that can be, like I said, that offer post can be anything from sign up for my email list, listen to this podcast, you know, I have openings and one-on-one coaching. That all counts, right? So that is my strategy. My actions then are to do the posts and how I do it is I have adapted kind of a new batching content strategy, right? So I will come up with questions, engagement questions. Sometimes I use AI, sometimes I don't. And I let the questions be super simple, right? And it's okay because what you're going for an engagement question is simplicity. So remember that, right? Remember that. And then I also usually take one or two of those questions um, from any given day and I create a value post around that, right? I create a value post that talks about, oh yeah, I remember the time when I had no clients and here's what I did when I had no money and no clients. Here's how I created clients and I created income. And I tell a story and then I give a call to action, right? And that is, you know, drop a heart below or let me know if this resonates with you or so on and so forth, right? So that's how I'm taking action to grow my reach. And that action, that strategy is for Facebook. Now, once you get further along in the game, you can start to add in other platforms. So don't think that just because I'm telling you to choose one platform um, and go all in on that doesn't mean you can't add in more. You can. But here's the thing. Um, I promise you, you did not learn how to ride a bike just simply hopping on the bike and going for a ride right? You definitely fell. (laughs) You may have gotten it right the first time, right? You may have been able to pedal, move forward, so on and so forth. But you definitely fell. And, you know, like, I'm not saying that to berate anyone. I'm saying that because, like, it's okay. And you're going to get up. You're going to try again. Same thing with walking. You may have stood up and taken a few steps and kind of off you went. But I promise you probably fell down a couple of times right? And that's just how this goes. So we've talked about how to develop a strategy. We've talked about how to take action. Now, how to stay accountable. And this one is probably the most important one. Um, And I have a couple of takes on this, right? So if you want to stay accountable and you're in a position where you're like, oh man, I just cannot invest in high ticket coaching. I don't have the funds. I don't have the capital. There's just, I just don't have it, right? I'm working towards it. I'm getting more income, but I don't have it right now. The best thing you can do is ask an entrepreneur friend, right? Approach someone and say, hey, Do you want to be accountability buddies? Because I could really use someone to say, here's a list of things I'm going to do this week. And at the end of the week, I'm going to say, yay, I got these done. Or no, I didn't. I need to reassess. Having an accountability partner 
is hands down one of my favorite things that I have in business. And I have multiple accountability partners, right? Accountability buddies. Um, And it's actually something I've thought about adding to my, I guess, suite of offerings. Um, And side note on that, I am low-key working on a membership that would possibly include accountability. I'm not sure what that membership is going to look like yet. But um, if you're in a space where you can't necessarily opt into something, right? I would encourage you to reach out to a friend, right? Phone a friend and say, hey, do you want to be accountability buddies? I need some accountability. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not admitting defeat. You're standing up and saying, hey, I need some help. Would you help me? Right? And if you do want more accountability, right? If you're looking for a coach, if you're looking for someone that is providing that one-on-one container, that one-on-one space that's going to help you develop your strategy, that's going to help you take action, that's going to help you stay accountable. Hi, hello, it's me. I would love to be those things for you, right? And I have space right now for three or four people on my calendar to opt into one-on-one coaching. And the way I'm working it right now is we work in three-month increments the price is 2997 and you get access to me, right? When we kick things off, we're going to kick it off with a strategy session. We're going to kick it off with strategy because like I said in the beginning of this, chances are it's not a money block. You're really great at your mindset. You might just need a business strategy for how you want to grow your business. Your understanding of consistency might be skewed by society. And it's okay to go against society and not post at 6.57 a.m. on a Wednesday, right? It's okay to post whenever you want to post. At the end of the day, how many conversations are you having? How many offers are you making? How are you moving your business forward by 1% each day, okay? So if you are interested, I'm going to drop the link below to hop on an offer alignment call. That is the best way for us to discuss where you're at in business. We'll get to look at your offer. We'll talk about where you are right now. We'll talk about where you want to be. And then we'll talk about next steps, right? If you need help developing a strategy, if you need help taking action, if you need help staying accountable, This is what I'm here for. This is what I love to do, right? I love, 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 love to help people create conversations that lead them to sales without feeling all the ick, right? Without feeling the ick and like, oh my gosh, are they going to buy, right? I love helping people step into that kind of pre-sold buyer. So I hope this all helped. I hope you have a better understanding of how to create a business strategy after you've been working on money blocks and mindset, right? And don't get me wrong, money blocks and mindset work are absolutely part of the game, right? Not necessarily having money blocks, but working through your money blocks, right? And places where you feel stuck and stagnant. 
But sometimes you can do all the mindset work in the world and not have a successful business because you don't have a strategy, right? So developing that strategy is really going to propel you forward. It's going to help you. Like I said, I have three, maybe four spaces in my calendar right now for one-on-one coaching with me, three-month increments at 2997. So I would absolutely love to welcome you in. Feel free to click the link below, set up an offer alignment call with me. I can't wait to talk to you. And as always, if this resonated with you, like, share, review, subscribe, all of the things. Let me know. Connect with me on Instagram. Let me know what you loved about this episode. What hit home for you in this episode? And I can't wait to talk to you. I hope this all landed well. I hope you have an amazing day.